guys, welcome back to Pure Skin Talk. My name is Devin. And, you know, I can't believe we're approaching like the holidays, like Halloween's here, Thanksgiving's coming, Christmas is coming. Like, it's just, I don't know that I'm ready for it. This whole year's gone by fast, but I think that the rest of this year with the holidays and so much going on, I it's just going to fly by and all of a sudden 2023 is going to be here. I mean, I just, it's, to me, it's so crazy. And I know so many people talk about it like, oh my gosh, this year's flown by and whatnot, but oh my gosh, like, because I have to do this, because I not have to, because I do this podcast every week, like I have to actually think about where we are in the year. And I just, week after week, I'm just like, why is it going by so fast? I don't know that I care, but then also I'm like, it just makes me older. That comes faster. My nieces and nephews are getting older faster. (laughs) Like all these things are just, I don't know. Sometimes I feel overwhelmed by the whole thing. But anyways, so I talked a little bit about my health last time. I am fortunately doing so much better. I finally got my meds and got back on track and hopefully smooth sailing. I mean, I'll still get my little flares and stuff, but hopefully I'm out of the woods as far as what I went through the last couple of weeks, which was not fun at all. But I feel definitely more mentally ready to work and physically ready to work. But I got to tell you, that was, that was really rough. <laughs> I didn't, I did not enjoy it. So luckily I am on the road to finding a new doctor and one hopefully that won't get behind on refilling prescriptions. So anyway, we're done with that. Uh, thank goodness. So that was just not a fun road. Okay. So Something I did want to talk to you guys about and I'm pretty excited about is I was asked to be a speaker at this event coming up next year. Now, one of the product lines that I use is SkinScript. And I have been with them. I mean, they were the first line I brought on shortly after it was Lemieux, but I brought on SkinScript. And so I've been using them for, you know, almost 11 years now. And not only do I like their products and they're so affordable, especially for professional products, but what you guys don't see behind the scenes is how amazing their customer support is and the education they provide. And I mean, I've emailed the owner multiple times asking questions about skin stuff and and whatnot and so responsive and, you know, You just don't get that with every skincare line. In fact, you don't get that with most skincare lines. And I just appreciate what they do for the esthetician to keep us informed, to keep us educated. And I just have had a lot of respect for that line. That being said, they do this empowerment retreat and it's in May and they haven't done it the last couple of years because obviously because of COVID and whatever. So they're doing it, you know, for 2023. And this year they're having speakers. And they asked me to be a speaker at this event. And 
I got this email. I think it was actually the day of the first day that my body went into a flare. So not a good day for me. If it wasn't that day, it was definitely the next day. It was it was somewhere around there. And I just remember thinking, I'm in so much pain and like I was a little miserable. And I get this email and it just, you know, just, you work so hard and it just, it was, I'm so honored that they asked me. I can't, I don't even know if I'm, I'm not putting it into words right. But they're doing certain topics like acne, anti-aging, and hyperpigmentation. I believe those are the three categories. And I think they're having like two speakers each for each category, something like that. Anyways, they asked me to be a speaker and just beyond excited. And I don't love speaking in public, but these are the things, you know, I also don't like to fly, but I just don't like to let things stop me when I have these opportunities because they're big and they help you grow and and all those things. So I have to show my work on anti-aging and all that. And I just, I'm excited. I mean, I'm, it's all the way in May, so it feels so far away. But as I said at the beginning, you know, time flies. So May will be here real fast, but I'm just excited. And I'm going to do some case studies on clients because I got to talk about, you know, before and after pictures and how I got there and, you know, so on and so forth. And so, I mean, if I had to do this tomorrow, I have work that I could show and talk about, but I kind of want to do something specific. So I'm working on a few clients over the next three months and I'm 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 really excited and I'm nervous and I'm honored and all those things. And it just, like I said, you work so hard and it's nice to see that, you know, a, a skincare line not only is so supportive, but now has picked me to be a speaker. And I don't know, I'm just excited. I, I'm just, I'm really excited. So that's not till May, but like I said, it's going to come by real fast. So, and it's, I go to Arizona and this is where the retreat is. And so not too far, but I don't know. I'm excited. Anyways, that's the good news I wanted to share because I thought that was kind of cool. So anyway, let's get started on today's episode. We're going to talk about TikTok trends. You know, every time I get on that app, I'm horrified at what I find on TikTok and the the craziness that's out there. So I thought we would talk about that. So here we go. All right, guys. So, you know, you can really do this with any app, any social media app. And, you know, there's just so many people giving advice about skincare who aren't, you know, professionals who don't, you know, they've only worked on their skin. And I've talked about this, you know, a million times, but it's the wild, wild west out there. And it's crazy because the things that people try and and then people are just like, I'm going to do that too. And it's, it's really scary some of the things that happen or some of the things I see. And then I read the comments and it's like, I'm horrified all over again. It's just, it's crazy what people will do their skin. And I guess, you know, I could look at it as I will never 
run out of people to work on because people are out there just damaging their skin left and right. But honestly, I hate to see people who damage their skin so much. So anyways, we're going to talk about some of the things that I have found on uh, TikTok specifically. And, you know, goodness gracious. Okay, so one of the first things I want to talk about is I started watching this girl. She started popping up on my my For You page and she is on an acne journey and she's dealt with acne before. So this isn't, you know, new. She's older. I think she's like, not old, but like, I, I think she's like, or like early 30s or late 20s. I don't know if she's ever mentioned her age. I'm just going by what she looks like. So, you know, we're not talking about a teenager, but she's dealt with acne before. She's gone to an esthetician. She knows that that, that works. She knows that if she gets on a good routine, it's going to help her acne, but she wants to find out why she has acne. So she's dealing with it internally, which totally fine. Absolutely. My only issue with that is there's nothing wrong with also using good skincare while you're trying to figure out what is going on. I don't think that it has to be, you know, one or the other. I think that both can be done to figure out, you know, is it a gut issue? Is it, you know, something in internal or whatever? You know, I don't know. But she did talk about what she thinks because if you look at earlier videos, she didn't have a lot of acne and then all of a sudden her face blew up. So then it comes to find out that she had basically shaved her face. I don't think she did it with an esthetician because I don't think any esthetician would do it. But she said she was going on a trip or something. So she ended up shaving her face and thinks that that's what caused the onset of the more severe acne. And 100%, I agree. Because when she did that, you know, when you're shaving over that acne or any open, any open, you can have one acne, one pimple on your face. And if you shave over that and it opens and you then go and use that same blade on the other side of your face or whatever, you're absolutely spreading bacteria. And she did that and it spread all over her face. So while her acne may be a gut issue, it also could be, it just got worse because you spread the bacteria. So she could be looking for these like other issues when really it was just the bacteria that's on her face that she actually just needs to get rid of. But I don't have a problem. I'm not I'm not faulting her for wanting to do this way. It's her face. She can do whatever she wants. And I have no issues with that. As an esthetician, I have no issues with that. But the problem is she's kind of not staying on a good routine or any routine for that long. And skin likes consistency. And so if you're going to kind of do it your own way, you have to give products a chance to work. Now, I don't really agree with the products that she's using, but if she's going to go down these roads, you know what I mean? You got to be consistent. She does a lot of things that will dehydrate her skin. And so she needs more hydration in her skin for sure. She also started slugging, which I've talked about before, where you seal your skin at night with like Vaseline, Aquaphor, uh, you know, something like that, like some kind of balm. And that's supposed to help sealing the moisture or whatever. But people with dry skin, no problem. Like it can be really great for, I've tried it. My skin 
likes it kind of. I can't do it every night. But I think that she's been doing out acne and she even said, I know estheticians have told me I shouldn't do this. And she shouldn't. The problem with a lot of these things, so, you know, some of the things that she's tried is the head and shoulders, which, I mean, no. Silk pillowcases, which is great. I mean, that's not a problem. She's doing diaper rash cream, panoxyl, you know, it, she's just kind of like all over the place. And, and a lot of these things that she's using are going to really dehydrate her skin. And the thing with acne and really any skin condition, you need hydration. Acne needs hydration. So if you're going to do stuff to try to kill that bacteria, that's naturally more drying. So salicylic acid, if you use that, that's going to that's gonna dry out your skin a little bit. But what you want to do then is replace that moisture. That is so important to replace that moisture. Acne skin needs hydration. And I know a lot of people with acne are like, oh, but I have oily skin and I don't want to, you know, if you have oily skin, you need hydration. That's going to balance out your skin. So hydration really is the answer to a lot of problems. And when you're doing it alone, you you know, she's kind of learning as she goes. And I res- like I said, I respect what she's doing. She's really trying, but there's so many misconceptions out there and that's part of the problem. So somebody was like, stop wearing makeup. That's, you know, not helping your skin. And it just, you know, if the makeup is not pore clogging, there's absolutely nothing wrong with wearing makeup if you have acne. So, you know, people just make these blanket statements and I'm like, that's not really true. So another thing that she's trying is parasite cleanse, which I have talked about for sure. And, you know, our bodies do a really good job on detoxing our body naturally. Liver, kidneys, like these organs work for us. Now, if you have a bigger problem, then, you know, most people don't though. You know, we don't live in a third world country where we have to worry about these things in our water. It just isn't there. I mean, obviously there's exceptions to the rules. So don't tell me like, oh, what about this and that? What? Always exceptions to the rule. But for the most part, it's not something that we have to worry about here. And, you know, people are like, but I saw something come out of my body. So I know that, you know, there was a parasite. You know, some of the things that we could, and I even talked to my my friend who's a doctor about this because I was like, am I off the mark here? And she said, absolutely not. So the the cleanse that they could be taking could be causing some kind of mucus or some kind of thing in your body that when you do, you know, urinate or whatever, something could come out. So it can just be a mixture of what's going on. So it may seem like, oh, a parasite, a worm came out of my body. And it's it's not that. So, you know, fine that she does a parasite cleanse, but oh, this, this, this woman who's like touting this parasite cleanse on TikTok, like the, such nonsense, such nonsense. And she keeps showing up on my FYP because, <laughs> because I've watched a couple of her videos and now I'm like, I don't follow her, but I can't get her off my, my page. And I'm like, please, I don't like, it's like, it makes me cranky every time I see it. But anyways, parasite cleanse, just not necessary. She also did a foot detox. And those are such... I mean, talk about snake oil. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy because what happens in these foot detoxes when they're done, the water is like 
black or brown or, and so it looks like, oh my gosh, look at all the stuff that poured out of my body. It's not, it's just what was used. And that's what happens with the water. Your feet don't need to be detoxed. You know, it's a form of detoxing your body. You don't need to do that. Again, our organs take care of us. And unless you have an issue with your liver, your kidneys, whatever, they're going to do the job for you. We don't have poisons living in our body. We just don't. So a foot detox, parasite cleanse, any type of cleanse, your body just doesn't need it. Now, if you want to do it, fine, no problem. You know, most of these aren't going to, you know, hurt your body. That's fine. But just, I don't think these are the answers that we're looking for. And I hate to see people waste money and I hate to pee. I hate that people sell snake oil. It's like, let's just be honest. Like this is not, you know, people so show before and after pictures, but so much of that can be, you know, the angle. You can create shadows on your face so it looks like you have darker circles. You know, you can angle the camera in a certain way where it looks like maybe you have some inflammation. I mean, it's just, it's just frustrating to me because, you know, again, let's just be honest, you know, and, but, you know, people aren't going to make money if they're honest. Okay, so anyways, this girl who has acne, you know, I still watch her video. I don't actually follow her just because, but because I watch so many of her videos, she just shows up. I'm not following her on purpose because at some point I need her to not be on my page anymore because it it is hard because I do just want to help her. But, you know, I know she went to the esthetician and esthetician recently. And so I'm interested to see what happens after that, because this is the same esthetician that cleared up her skin before. So I'm just curious to see what what comes out of that appointment. But anyways, her journey, she obviously do whatever she wants. I just hate to see her, you know, further damaging her skin to get through this. It just doesn't have to be as difficult as it is. Okay. And then head and shoulders. I mean, talked about that before. It's just awful for the skin. You know, if you have fungal acne, then, you know, two to three times a week, fine. Uh, But, you know, you really need to be properly diagnosed with fungal acne. And that is by, you know, going to a dermatologist. And that is how you get diagnosed for that. And, you know, then maybe like two to three times a week at night, head and shoulders, fine. I don't love it. But, you know, it's not the end of the world because it will kill that fungal. But... I want to say that the person on TikTok who announced this and she has like 5 million followers, like, you know, of course she means well, as as most people do. Most people mean well. And then there's the people who will scam you, but a lot of people do mean well. And I was looking at her videos and she did like a close-up and I'm like, her skin is so irritated. It's red all over, but like not red like, you know, sunburn or red because she's nervous. Like you can just tell it's red from irritation and her skin just really irritated. So head and shoulders, I'm sure is not helping that situation. And then I don't know what else she is using, but it's just, it's not the answer for most people. So I would avoid that at all costs if that is something that you have decided to use. I do know somebody that recently tried it and she's crazy because she doesn't even have acne. And she ended up really drying out her skin and started peeling. And let me tell you, her skin is real healthy right now because I got her on a really good skincare routine. It's the best it's ever looked, but she couldn't help herself. And she tried the head and shoulders and then 
how to deal with the after effects of doing that. And I'm like, why, why, why? Anyways, okay. Next thing I want to talk about is using paper towels to dry your skin like after you get out of the shower, after you wash your face, whatever. Here's what I think about that. Paper towels dry skin, not bad. The paper towel itself, fine, whatever. But you don't want to actually dry your skin. You That water that you have left on your face is good for the skin. And you want to leave that on throughout your skincare routine so that your skin can utilize that that hydration, utilize that water. And then remember I've said before, like moisturizer is going to lock that in for you. And so you want to keep that hydration. You don't want to fully dry your skin. I don't even pat dry my face anymore when I get out of the shower. Like I just let that water because by the time I go to actually do my face, the air has dried up some of my water on my face anyway. So I don't even dry my face anymore because I want that water and I want that to be in my skin. And it's definitely made a difference for me. So that's that's what I recommend. And another thing I want to mention uh, where we're talking about like dehydrated skin is, you know, I grapeseed oil, can't say enough good things about it. I absolutely love it. I still use it every day. But what I have started to do, and I know I have a lot of clients who do this anyways, but I have started to put on a moisturizer on top of the grapeseed oil. And I don't know, I kind of like that. I mean, I've been using the grapeseed oil, I think like nine years now. And I never did the moisturizer on top. And you absolutely don't have to, but I kind of like it. Uh, I kind of like the way my skin feels. It locks in that grapeseed oil for sure. I, I don't know. I just, I like it. So I've been, I've been trying that, but you know, you don't have to. It's definitely like a way to save money or save your product, you know, by not using the moisturizer at night as well. But just know that that is an option. Okay. Alkaline water. So a couple years ago, actually, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was when, it was when I turned 40. Around that time, I got an ulcer. And so, you know, because you always have people like, you should do this, you should do that, whatever. So somebody had told me that I should drink alkaline water. And so I was like, all right, you know, whatever. Well, then I was like talking to, you know, my doctor friend and she was like, you don't need alkaline water. She's like, again, your body regulates all that stuff for you. So if you start using alkaline water, you can actually change the pH of the of your body and you don't want to do that. So regular water is just fine. You don't need to wash your face with alkaline water. You don't need to drink alkaline water unless, again, you have a deficiency, obviously, but alkaline water is not the end-all be-all. You know, one of the things that brought my attention to it is when that girl I was talking about with the parasite cleanse, she had to wait for like, she was, had to order some alkaline water because it's part of the parasite cleanse. And I'm just like, oh, goodness gracious. I mean, anyway, so for the most part, you just don't need alkaline water. Okay, so something else I have seen on TikTok is using rice water to like cleanse your face. Here's the thing. It's not that it's bad for the skin. It might work for acne that you currently have, 
but it's not going to stop new acne from coming in. There's nothing preventative in it. There's nothing long lasting in it. So, you know, still using like a salicylic acid, mandelic, you know, whatever. Those are the things you need to actually kill the bacteria and keep it away and stop the new acne from coming in. Rice water just isn't going to do that for you. And so again, not necessarily bad, but not really necessary. Okay, next thing. I believe I've talked about this before, but I saw this video of this girl. She would cut her pimples before applying a pimple patch. I mean, first of all, never cut a pimple. Never cut your skin, but never cut anything on top of your skin. I mean, she's just inviting bacteria in. So she puts the, cuts the pimple, like the top of the pimple, and then she puts the pimple patch on. And she's like, I swear it works, whatever. Here's the thing. If that pimple patch that you're using can't get through to your pimple by not cutting it, then that pimple patch doesn't work. Like there just isn't enough good stuff in it to do what you need it to do. But pimple patches aren't bad. And I have to say the girl that I watched do this, her skin was red like all over and not healthy. So I'm not sure just looking at her, I'm thinking, I don't want to take her advice. I mean, she also says that like, she doesn't know what she's doing. There's something she's trying, but she does love it. So at least I will give her that, that she's not pretending to be, you know, a a, a professional. But please don't cut your pimples. Please do not cut your pimples. Okay, something else I saw was doing an avocado and Himalayan salt mask. Just, just, just know, you know, avocado, it has fat in it. So what benefits you're going to see is it's gonna, you know, topically and superficially hydrate your skin because of the fat in the avocado, but it's not doing anything long-term. It's not doing anything great. There are much better masks out there. Listen, avocado is expensive these days. There's definitely better masks that you can use to to hydrate your skin. Avocado, anytime you do a do-it-yourself mask, that that has not been formulated for the skin. So it just doesn't work the same as if you have a formulated product. It, it, you know, it just, it, that's do-it-yourself is just for the most part, a waste of money. So I would just avoid that altogether. Okay, next thing is I saw this video who definitely she's touting herself to be a professional, not necessarily an esthetician, but a professional in the skincare world. And she had a video of all these tips, whatever. And not all of them were bad. But she did say, you want to wash your face with hot water and then you put on the cold water at the end because that's going to open and close your pores. That's not a thing. Our pores do not open and close. And you absolutely do not want to wash your face with hot water. And you don't want anything, you don't want cold water either. You want lukewarm. You want something in the middle. Neither is good for the skin. You know, you can definitely cause yourself to have more broken capillaries. It it goes along with people icing their face using those ice rollers. All of that at a minimum can be okay, but most people go too far and they use it every night or they do it for 20 minutes. It's just, it's too long, it's too cold. You could be causing more issues with your skin. So I just wouldn't, it's just, don't 
hot water, no. Cold water, no. You just want something really in the middle. And always tell people, you know, I wash my, wash my face in the shower. But when I get in the shower, my face is the first thing I do. So I make sure that the water is lukewarm when I'm washing it. And then I turn it up to so it's, you know, more hot. I know I'm not for my skin. I should not be taking a hot shower. But listen, I'm going to enjoy my showers. But I don't want that hot water on my face. That's the most important thing. So you can still wash your face in the shower. Just be aware of the temp of the water before you, before you do it. Okay, Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> I mean, how do you even like see this and think, you know what? I'm going to put some Pepto-Bismol on my face. There's nothing in it that's really going to help the acne and it's really just going to dry out the surface of your skin. So I've seen people use it as a mask. I've seen people use it as spot treatment. I would avoid using it altogether. You know, I don't know why somebody would choose Pepto-Bismol over just using something specifically made for acne. Why do we have to recreate products to do something else when there's things that are better and more effective? So I would just avoid that. We just, you know, it goes along with, you know, calamine lotion. That's also not something you want to do for the for acne. Okay. Another thing I saw was witch hazel as a spot treatment. So she took one of those like small spot band-aids and which I've recommended to use if you want to make your own pimple patch with a spot treatment. Like I have a blemish spot treatment, put a little bit on the band-aid and then put that on your skin or just put the spot on the band on the skin itself and then put the band-aid over it and that can be your your pimple patch. But using witch hazel as a spot treatment, I don't recommend using that. It can definitely be too drying for the skin. And I would worry that leaving that on all night would really dehydrate and dry out the skin and cause the skin to peel. And so witch hazel in a product is fine. Witch hazel on its own can just be too harsh for the skin. So I would not, I definitely would not recommend doing that. So I mean, honestly, I could go on and on about all the stuff I see on TikTok, but these were the big ones that I have been seeing lately. And so I wanted to address them. Now, if you guys have see stuff that you have questions about, please reach out to me, you know, and, you know, I can definitely help you with that and maybe talk about it on the podcast or make a post about it because I do think this, I feel like I need to bring awareness and really let people know that what's good and what's bad because not that I see a lot of good, but I do see a lot of bad. You know, I tell you all the time what's what's good for the skin. So I, I just, again, I don't think we need to take all these products that are made for other things and use them on our skin when we have stuff available. You know, there's, there's life hacks you, you see and there's like certain skincare hacks that makes sense. You're like, oh, well, that's a good idea, you know, because you can, you know, use, you take a skincare product and maybe use it for something else. Like, that's great. I have no problem with that. But when you start using products that are meant for something else, it's not necessary because we already have the stuff available for the skin. We don't have to take a product and use it 10 different ways because most, if it's not formulated for the skin, it's probably going to damage your skin in some way. And I don't think that's worth it. And, you know, the other thing is you can actually 
change your skin when you're doing this stuff, when you're trying all these different things. And another thing I wanted to bring up that I kind of touched on earlier was skin life's consistency. So when you try something, you got to give it time to work. You know, I mean, usually it's minimum a month that you got to give it time. Now, if you are already getting, you know, it's burning or it's making your skin look red and irritated and all that, then you stop immediately. You don't need to wait that month. Like, are you going to get through the hard part first? We don't have to do that. You know, our skin is smart. Our skin will tell us what it needs. But for the most part, if we know these products are work, are good for the skin, that they're not irritating them, your skin, you got to give it time to actually work. And I think a lot of people, especially when you have acne, because you just want that acne gone. And I understand. I don't want to take away from the struggle because I get it. I absolutely get it. But let's not make the problem worse. Let's not just keep dehydrating the skin and drying it out and 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 doing long term damage. You know, there's nothing wrong with talking to a professional. Even like I said with the other girl, if she wants to figure out what's wrong with her gut, absolutely. But there's also nothing wrong with getting on a good skincare routine to keep that skin healthy. So. Anyways, I did find a few things that I liked on TikTok or or thought were possibilities. So I will I need to try them first before I will pass them out and say that you know you should do this. So I will get back to you. There's two things I'm I'm thinking of right now that I definitely want to try and I will get back to you and let you know if they work or not. But I don't want to talk about them and cuz I know people will try it and, and I don't know if it's okay yet. So so I will get back to you guys on that, but there you go. There's some TikTok trends that we need to watch out for and avoid. And, you know, when you're watching these videos, look at their skin, like really look at their skin. And I know people put filters on. I know people wear makeup without and saying like they're not wearing makeup or saying that they don't have a filter on. Like I know all that exists, but there are some people who genuinely think that their skin is good by what they're using. And so they'll just show you. But if you really look, a lot of times you can see that irritation. And another thing I wanted to point out, I I just remembered, this is really important, is somebody might tell you, hey, this is what I'm using. Look how great it is for my skin. And it's been two days. Well, yeah, a lot of things will work for two days. But what's happening a week later, a month later, you know? And sometimes you're not getting that the second part of the story. They're telling you and bragging about how well this one product worked, but are they still using it or did they realize that it did hurt their skin? Because a lot of times you can get good results and then everything falls back because it's really not good for the skin. And the skin, like I said, is smart and will eventually tell you it's not good. So, you know, I like follow ups. Like, are they still using it a month later? And if they are, how irritated is their skin? So, just just look out. And if you have questions, please reach out to me. I am absolutely, you know, available to help because, you know, I don't, I just don't want you guys ruining your your skin, you know, especially if you're my client and you, I got you on a good skincare program. Please don't don't ruin it by trying some random skincare hack. And remember, these people have only worked on their skin. They haven't worked on everybody else. And experience is vital. You can't. If I was just going by my skin as an esthetician, I would not be a very good esthetician at all. And you wouldn't come to me. 
You wouldn't pay money if I said, hey, I'm an esthetician, but I've only worked on myself. Let's do it. Like, you're not going to want to come to me, right? You want to go to somebody who has experience, who knows what they're doing. So why would you want to take the advice of somebody on social media who has only worked on their skin? Like, it just really limits your experience. You know, new estheticians are always like, oh, I can't find a job because I'm not, I don't have experience. Build experience. You know, you work on clients. I mean, I'm family members and friends. And, you know, that's that's how you learn. That's what I did at the beginning. It was, you know, friends and family. And it was like, who can I work on and gain more experience for what I'm doing? That is really important when it comes to skin because having just one face is, is just not enough to learn. So anyways, I will get off my soapbox on that. So anyways, I hope you guys learned something today. I hope that benefited. I hope you understand why social media can definitely be a problem and really can mess with you and... You know, just remember, nobody has perfect skin that absolutely does not exist. But, you know, if you're not happy with your skin, it can definitely be improved. And we can get your skin to look the best that your skin can look. Not your friends, but your skin. Just remember, your skin will never look like somebody else's. So anyways, reach out to me if you have questions. And I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, Have a great week. And we will talk again next week. Bye. you for listening today. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Pure Skin OC. I post lots of skincare tips and videos. You can find me at TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, you can always visit my website and my online store. If you're local and interested in receiving one of my treatments, all of my services are on there and you can even book from there too. You can also find my skincare coaching if you want to have a virtual consultation with me so that I can help you with your skin. And lastly, but so important, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Besides sharing it with your friends and family, this is the best way to help it grow. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next time.